Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning that you are always with us whenever we meet. And for that, we are grateful. We commit today into your hands. Our prayer is that Lord Jesus Christ direct our steps, Lord. Our prayer is that speak to us your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Our prayer is that, Lord, may you help us even as we study your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Turn your Bibles with me. Um, Let's go to Acts chapter 12, and I'll read from verse 20 to 25. Acts chapter 12, verse 20 to 25. Let's please be upstanding as we read our scripture for today. Acts chapter 12, verse 20 to 25. And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. But they came with one accord to him. And having made blasters, the king's chamberlain, their friend, desired peace. Because their country was nourished by the king's country. And upon a said day, Herod, arrayed in royal apparel, sat down, sat upon his throne, and made an oration unto them. And the people gave a shout, saying, It is the voice of a God and not of a man. And immediately the angel of the Lord smote him. Because he gave not God the glory, and he was eating of worms and gave up the ghosts. But the word of God grew and multiplied, and Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Hallelujah. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. So today, we want to continue our message that we've started um, for the past few weeks, talking about it's about time. Hallelujah. Tell someone it's it's about time. Tell another person it's about time. Hallelujah. And we have learned throughout this message that there is time for everything under the sun. There's time for everything. There's time to sleep and there's time to wake up. Right now, it is time to sit down and listen to the word of the Lord. Amen. It's not time to get up and be roaming around and be, no, no. It's time to listen to God's word. There's a time to eat. So don't be someone who eats all the time. You are always eating. Every time we see you are eating. Every time, morning. Uh, so you eat in the morning, then uh, in between morning and afternoon, you are eating something again. Then you eat in the afternoon, between afternoon and evening, we are eating something. Then evening you eat again. Then at midnight, I mean, you are, if I, there are some people, when you wake up at 2 a.m., you see them eating. 
Do you know somebody like that? Yes. Next time, tell that person that it's not time to be eating. I'm told that any food you eat after 6 p.m. is poison. Any food you eat after 6 p.m. is poison. How many of us took poison yesterday? <laughs> hey! So you, you, you say, oh, Pastor, me, if I eat at 5 p.m., I cannot sleep. I have to. So I have to, I have to, I wake up, I'll be hungry again at 12 midnight. So I have to wait and eat at 9 p.m. It's poison that you are eating. Train yourself. Amen. Put your body under subjection and eat at 5 p.m. And that should be your last meal for the day. Somebody is saying that the pastor will kill us. <laughs> so you will die. You will not die. There's time for everything. Amen. Tell one person about there's time for everything. Tell another person that there's also a time to sleep. Amen. Some people can watch TV. Like, it, 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 they can watch it by the time they realize it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m. TV. When you tell them that come and pray, it's a big problem. Amen. Amen. There's time to work. There's time to learn. Read your books when you are in school. Amen. Amen. There's a time to be in a relationship. Hey. hey. You are 14 years old. It's not time. Yes. Look for someone who is 14 years around you and tell them it's not time. The person may be 21, but he's still 14 years. The person, when the person is 21, but when you look at her, he's still 14 years. It's not time. Amen. Amen. Listen, many of the boyfriend, girlfriend that they started when they were in secondary school, 99% of them didn't work. 99% of it didn't work. If you're in secondary school, it's time to learn. It's not time for boyfriend, girlfriend. Is there anyone with secondary school here? Yes. <laughs> Amen. Are you listening to me? I'm preaching. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because, listen, you need to understand that. You see, Solomon said there's time for everything under the sun. Hallelujah. Time for everything. If you didn't hear anything from me, I've been preaching this message for four Sundays now. If you haven't heard anything, only one thing that I want you to hear that there's time for everything. Amen. You are a young man. I said you are a young man. You are not married yet. It's not time to be doing some things. Look for any young man around you who is not married and tell the person what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Tell that person. There are some children here, so you don't want them to hear. Speaking to that person's ear that it's not time. You are not married. It's not time. It's not time. It's not time. 
Amen. Say, Pastor, we don't preach this in church anymore. It's time to hear it at church. It's time. It's time to hear it at church. It's time to hear it at church. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm preaching. I'm, I'm preaching. Amen. Amen. You are a young girl. I said you are a young girl. A young girl who is not married yet. It's not time. It's not time. It's not time to be removing your clothes. I said it is not time for somebody to be removing your clothes. It's, it is not time. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, it is not time. Look for any young lady around you who, has, who is not married yet. And tell the person that it's not time for somebody to be removing your clothes. It's not time. Amen. It is not time. Hallelujah. All those that somebody has removed your clothes before, you are from today. We are starting a new journey. I, I didn't hear that one. Let it be louder. Amen. I said we are starting a new journey. The journey of greatness. Hallelujah. The journey of greatness. One day. A young man, a man told her daughter. That when you let um, <laughs> there some people are looking at me. I will not give this. I won't. I won't tell this story anymore. No, the people are looking at me in some way. So I, I, I will not say it's like. Pastor, it's okay. Say something else. Like you have said at this point. Ah, say something. I'm saying it again. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. That it is not time. Amen. Yeah. Some of you, it's not time to have a beloved, to have boyfriend and girlfriend, those kind of things. It's not time. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's not time. Go and break that boy's heart. Go and break that girl's heart. Call the person that it's over. Because it's not time. It's not time. Amen. Some of you, when somebody come and say that, some, some tell a person that come and meet my pastor. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me continue my message to you because I will not, I will not finish. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is time for everything under the sun, ladies and gentlemen. And when we read Acts chapter 12, verse 20 to the end, last week, one of the things that we said was that it's time for what? What do we talk about? To make peace. Time to make peace. The people realize that we are angry or, or Herod is angry with us. This is the guy who has been giving us food. It's time to make peace. Amen. Amen. Some people are, you see, their anger, their anger is foolishness. 
It's a foolish anger. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's a foolish anger. It's like you, you are not beautiful, but when any guy comes and say he likes you, then you start insulting the person. No, you are not beautiful. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you, do you, do you, do you, do you get what I'm saying? Let those who are beautiful be. Some you, you are not beautiful. Amen. Are you here? <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm saying that the people realize that it's time to make peace. And you need to look at yourself and find out which people in your life do you need to make peace with. Amen. Which people have offended you that you need to let go? Or which people have you offended that you need to go and tell the people, listen, we have been quite over it. It doesn't make sense. Let's forget about it. Amen. Amen. It's about time to make peace. The people realize that this Herod guy is the one who has been feeding us. They were, what is the point of being angry with him? Let's go and make peace. The Bible says that when the people went to make peace, Herod, look at verse 21. He came and he sat and he gave a speech. Wonderful, nice, amazing speech. And when he gave the speech, the people said that this is like an angel who is speaking. And upon a said day, Herod arrayed in his royal apparel, sat upon his throne and made an oration unto them. What happened? When he made the oration unto them, the people looked around and said, listen, this is like an angel speaking. This is like a God. Not of a man. The voice that we are hearing is like God, not of a man. And ladies and gentlemen, the mistake that Herod made was should have told the people that I'm just a mere man. He should have turned around and given all the glory back to God. But Herod held on to it and began to be happy that the people are praising him. So the Bible says that an angel of the Lord smote him and killed him. Amen. 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 It's important, brothers and sisters, for you and I to remember to give glory to God for the good and the wonderful things that He is doing in our lives. It's important. Let us not take, see, God does not share His glory with anyone. And so, no matter what happens in your life, you must always remember to give the glory to God. Don't take the glory of God for yourself. It's dangerous. Amen. Amen. You see, Herod has been doing so many things. Herod was tormenting the church. Nothing happened to him. He was uh, uh, persecuting them. Nothing happened. He put, uh, 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 he killed James. Nothing happened. He put Peter in prison. Nothing happened. 
But the day he began to take the glory of God for himself, that was his end. It's a dangerous thing to not give God the glory for the good and amazing things he's doing in your life. Amen. Amen. What is it that God has done in your life? Where is it that God has brought you from? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm aware that you are not at the place where you want to be. I'm also not there. I'm aware that you have not received all the things that you have been praying to God for since the beginning of the year. But it still does not give you the right not to give God what is due him. Not to give God his glory. When they came to Jesus Christ and they said, uh, um, this, should we pay tithe or should we pay our tax? Should we give to uh, uh, Jesus? And listen, give what is Caesar to Caesar, but give unto God what is to God. Amen. Amen. Have you been giving God what is to him? Do you give the glory to God or you just go about doing anything? Amen. Amen. Herod got up and he spoke. The people said, this is like a God, not like man. You should have given the glory to God. It's not me, it's God. Amen. When men begin to praise you, when men begin to do whatever, you must always remember that it's not me, but God. That's why I like that song by, I think it was by Nathaniel Bass. He said, take that stage, Lord, and have your way. I'm just a vessel. I'm just a vessel. And when I'm done, Lord, take all the glory. Take it all. Because I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. Amen. Herod did not give the glory to God. And that was his end. The Bible says that he was eating by worms. Amazing. Of all the things that Herod, the persecution, the tormenting, whatever he was doing, it was as if nothing was going to happen. Nothing happened. He was still progressing. He was still doing well. Everything was fine until he took upon himself the glory. Don't take upon yourself God's glory. Amen. So that is why saying thank you to God, praising God is one of the most important things you can ever do in your life. So, so, so for example, when you meet at a gathering like this and we are dancing, we are not dancing, we are not shouting, jumping, uh, um, uh, um, rolling on the floor, and, and I, 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 I'm amazed. I'm wondering what is going on here for people have forgotten that being alive today was not automatic. Amen. Amen. I'm saying that being alive, sitting here, is not given. It's not automatic. It's not. Yesterday I was looking at somebody's... um, um, obituary. The person is dead and the age was 63. And I was just saying that this life don't, you have to start enjoying you no, know, because if you are waiting till you retire 
before you say that I want to retire so that I enjoy you don't know how many years you have to live that's what I'm talking about you don't, have, you don't know so you need to enjoy See, enjoy do you understand do you understand you are too serious. Like you, you, are, you are always so oh, let me let me be serious. Let me finish. When I retire at the age of 60, then I now start enjoying my life. You don't know how many years you have to live. Amen. 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 I just did just by the way, I just felt that you just mention it to, to, to you because some people can be so angry forever. You have no, you don't have, you don't know how many years you have. You can just be too serious. Too some way. Forever. So when you come to the gathering, you can't even praise God. You can't jump. You are too stiff. (laughs) You are too stiff. Tell the person, shake the person, don't don't be too stiff. Don't don't be too stiff. We are praising God. We are jumping. We are dancing. You see, when you are not praising God, when you are not jumping, when you are not dancing, you are behaving like Herod, not giving the glory to God. You see, it's a sign of being too big. I'm too big. Too big to, 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 to dance, to jump, to roll on the floor, to go down. To, to, I'm too big. Hey. Herod was too big to say that I am not God. I'm just a man. He was too big. Because, because Herod, you see, Herod was so powerful that the whole people have come to beg him that even though um, you, 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 maybe you have even wronged us, you are angry with us, we are, we, are, we are sorry, please forgive us. And he felt too big. And sometimes people can even feel be too big for God. Amen. So I can't dance. I can't move. So sometimes during, I'm, I'm telling you something, I, I, I really am amazed at the, um, the people who, the inspirational voices, uh, who sit there. But some of you, you are too stiff. That is not encouraging. Hey. Amen. 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 I said for some people, they are too, you cannot give glory to God. See, when you are there like that, what you are saying is that I'm too big, God, to give you glory for waking me up and for bringing me here. I'm too big. Amen. Amen. That's why sometimes when you go and sleep. God doesn't wake you up. He said, this person is too big to give me the glory. So just keep sleeping. He said, you know, I wanted to sleep. So just keep sleeping. Forever. And ever. Amen. Herod was too big. Don't be too big, my brother. Don't be too big, my sister. Always remember to give God the glory. Hallelujah. But my message that I want to leave with you as I end this series is about time is the fact that there is also a time for that trouble, that difficulty, that problem.
problem, whatever it is, to end. There's also a time for it. Herod was a big man. The Bible says that he killed um, um, James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because it pleased the people, he took Peter also and put him in prison. The church had to pray. It's like a man fighting against God. That's how powerful Herod was. He was tormenting the people, the early church, tormenting the left, right, and center. Nobody could stop him. So he thought that that was it. And maybe also looking at yourself and feeling that I have this challenge and it's been far too long. Nothing good seemed to be coming out of it. I've been praying over this. Nothing is happening. I've been, I'm talking to God, trying to find a solution to my problem, and nothing is going on. Amen. Amen. But just as there was a beginning, there is an end. That challenge will end. Amen. I said that problem will end. Amen. That prayer that you have been praying, there is an answer for it. Because there's a time for everything under the sun. There's a time for it. There's a time. We have been trying something for far too long. Maybe we have been applying to that school. We have been trying. We have been trying. It's not working. It's not working. And sometimes you want to, you want to give up. I'm here to tell you, don't give up. That there's a time for that trying to end. And for you to receive that breakthrough. There is a time for it. If you give up, it will never happen. You have been trying to travel. Maybe you apply for visa and then 17 times they have been bouncing you. And you say, let me just forget that. Let me just forget about it. No, don't forget about it. I said, don't forget about it. I said, don't forget about it. You have been trying that visa. It's not working. Don't forget about it. Don't forget about it. You have been trusting people and you have always been letting you down. Don't stop trusting people. Amen. Amen. I said don't stop trusting people because there's a time for that one also to end. You have been writing on the exams and you always fail. Already, you have seven fails already. It's bad. We are laughing at you, but don't stop it. Amen. Amen. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Keep trying. Amen. Amen. I've told you before, the first time I tried to preach, when I finished preaching, I had 30 minutes to preach. When I finished preaching, I checked the time. It was left with 25 minutes. Hey! What am I going to do? 25 minutes, all my preaching has ended. So I just said that, but I was about to say that, let's close our eyes and pray. Then I looked with the corner of my eye at the time. I said, hey, it's 25 minutes. So I said, okay, so as I was saying, let's read the scripture again. We have to read the whole scripture again. And we read it, and after that, I started, and I started preaching against time, speaking slowly a bit. Because I, really, because I was speaking fast, so let me just slow it down. 
I, when I finished and I thought, ah, finally, I checked again. 15 minutes left. I said, Jesus Christ, trouble has come. So I said, let me recap. Let's just read the scripture for the third time. I read the scripture. I, tell, I read the scripture again and I preached it. One, one, I preached that message three times in 30 minutes. Still, it was still left with 10 minutes. I said, let's pray. So we used the 10 minutes to pray. Then I started to say that, you know, when we come, you don't pray. We just preach and then, so let's pray. So they want us to pray more. It God had a lot of time. So I said, let's pray more. So we prayed that uh, then before I realized the 30 minutes was out. I said, yeah. Amen. Amen. So the next time they wanted to tell me to come and preach again, I wanted to say that, please, don't call me or just give me a short time. Why do people want a long time? I said, do you give me a short time? But I said, let me try again. Amen. Yeah. Let me try again. again. Let me try again. Try. Hallelujah. Let me try again. And as I've been trying and trying and trying and trying and trying, I realized that now I can pray for four hours nonstop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey! I said, wow! I can just preach and keep on, keep on going, keep on, and you never fall asleep. Because if you fall asleep, I just tell like, everybody, shake the one sitting by you, and the baby will wake up, so you can't fall asleep. <laughs> Amen. Amen! Because I'm saying that there is a time for everything. And the people who give up are the people who never get to the end of it. But the Bible says that at the end of the day, when we read the verse 25, what do we see? It says, And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled their ministry and took with them John, whose surname was Mark. The verse 24 says that, and the church grew and multiplied. Why? Because the guy who was stopping the church from growing and multiplying, the guy who has been tormenting them, the guy who has been stopping them, finally his end has come. Whatever is stopping you from achieving your greatness, can I prophesy to you this morning that the end has come for that thing. The end has come for that person. The end has come for that situation. The end has come for anything that is stopping you from progressing and advancing. You too shall say, and there's growth in my life. There's growth in my ministry. There's multiplication all around me because the end of that herald has come. And they returned having fulfilled their ministry. There's an end to everything. There's an end to that struggle. There's an end to that problem. There's an end to that challenge. There's an end to that difficulty. Many years ago, TDJ said, the same preaching I used to preach to my church of 12 people that nobody wanted to come, I'm preaching that same message to thousands and thousands of people and the people who are even there at the beginning are saying that this is a powerful message but it's the same message I preach
preached to them that they didn't even clap. Why? Because the end had to come. The time was just not right. But when the time arrived, when the time arrived, he saw the breakthrough. He saw the multiplication. He saw the advancement. Your time is also here, and you will see it with your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus. Close your eyes and begin to pray. Just speak to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Lord, you said there's time for everything. I declare an end to my struggle also. The end to the difficulty and the challenge that I'm facing in my life. I declare an end to it. Lift up your voice and just declare an end. An end, an end, an end to it. There is an end to Herod. Herod, Herod had an end in the mighty name of Jesus. And there's also been an end to that thing. That thing, that stop you. That, oh, whatever it is, there's an end to it. There's an end to that betrayal. And end to that struggle. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. The Lord. Let there be an end. Yes, Lord. To this. Mention that yes, thing Lord. that you want. And let there be an end. Let it be then an end to this unanswered prayer. In the name of Jesus. An end to this embarrassment. In the name of Jesus. An end to this disgrace. In the name of Jesus. An end to this problem. Lord, let there be an end. In the name of Jesus. Let there be an end. Maybe you go forward and you come back. You go forward two steps. You come back three steps. It's like you are making progress. But then it comes down. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus. With every eye closed. Do you know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior? Today is the end of not knowing him. And the beginning of a relationship with him. If you accept him. So if you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior before. You don't know what happens to you if you should die and this should be the end. You are here to lift up your Jesus before ever in your life. There's no one. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.